Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow 688 and today I am talking a little bit about being trigger happy. Uh, and what do I mean by that, I guess? Well, we live in a world where um, trigger warnings uh, arise a lot more than maybe once they used to. Now, I'm not against a trigger warning uh, in the sense that if uh, somebody was to be triggered by something that they didn't know was going to occur, I mean, a trigger warning is also like, hey, just so you know, this is a video that's showing something quite morbid. Um, that's effectively some sort of trigger warning. I know if, and there has been videos passed around of people like having horrible things done to them. Um, I'm like, I don't want to see that. That for me will trigger something if we use that term that I don't want at all. And so that is like, I get it. It's it's. I'm not saying we shouldn't have any warnings that's not the trigger happy conversation i'm talking about today the thing that i want to offer you more than anything today is in normal day-to-day situations when things trigger you we have to be very careful and mindful that when we ask somebody not to do something because it triggers us we're not protecting ourselves more often than not. And I'm talking about the general population here that do struggle with things from time to time, but I'm not talking about people that have heavy trauma. That's not what this is about. There's there's other avenues for them that, that's really important that they navigate down. I'm talking about the general population leaning into this idea that when something does trigger us, rather than going, well, that just gives me anxiety, that triggers me, I don't want to be around it, it doesn't actually solve the problem. Because we never know when that trigger may arise again. And it could arise anywhere at any time and we no longer are in control of that. And when we have enough courage and what's referred to as ego strength and this trigger arises, we have an opportunity. And this is why I put the happy side here as well. Because we have an opportunity when we feel uncomfortable to lean into that. Why is that? Well, I know why it is. It's like, okay, so you know, are you reacting here? And is that something that you want to continue to react to? I was in a conversation with um, a family friend the other week. And we, we, it was, for lack of a better word, a debate, but I think I found it less of a debate. I found it more as an interesting conversation and different perspectives to hold. However, there were certain topics that, as she said, triggered her and made her uh, respond more um, uh, irrationally or emotionally. I'm, I'm not going to put words in her mouth, but something along those lines. I went on to say, I, I unless there's a, there's a firm boundary, I don't live with the belief that if something triggers someone, we should not talk about it. And went on to mention, there have been plenty of things throughout this conversation that have triggered certain responses within me, but I've also... I, I, paying attention as they arise realize that that's not neither your goal nor is it your problem um and in in doing so we in order to have worthy conversations like really deep worthy conversations we got to risk being mildly offensive from time to time unintentionally we got to risk this 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 triggering of sorts and if two people trust each other enough and feel safe enough within that conversation and that context, they're actually able to navigate through that and come out the other side more aware of their own selves and, and for once again, lack of a better term, more educated between each other at least. And so this 
this idea that a trigger is it happens within us we should avoid it because it's it's painful or it hurts is actually keeping us in danger rather than taking the power away from that particular trigger the way we do that is understanding why it triggers us and understanding the intimate components of that now sometimes that may mean something like therapy or psychotherapy or psychology even as far as psychiatry may be beneficial for someone to be able to function um, more autonomously uh, within reality and I mean, one of my first podcasts talked about this, one of my very first, like, 680-something episodes ago. Going to therapy is extremely normal. It's no different to getting a personal trainer. You're simply getting a professional to help you get an understanding of something that you're not super clear about. See, somebody's had their body their whole time, right? Their whole life, they've had it. And they come in, they go, I don't know how to do X, Y, and Z. So I help them learn more about their body. I don't know why this happens. I get pain here or I feel unfit with this, yada, yada. I help them with that. When somebody rocks up and they go, I don't understand why I react this way and why this upsets me, the therapist or psychiatrist, psychologist, different roles, yes, of course, but helps navigate that person through their mental map of reality. And so there's no real difference with that. That's, that's a normal functioning part of society, Right? And when we can understand that rather than see it as there's something wrong with me, we can go, this is going to enable me to, to not be triggered so I can show up more in my life and with the people around me that I value the most. And there's going to be things every single day that, that trigger us. And, and if we're able to, if we're brave enough, we can navigate through those. But it's up to us. It's up to us as the individual to feel uncomfortable and then lean into why is that uncomfortable. And as we do so, and we engage with that meaning structure that we have in mind that, that accompanies such a potentially negative feeling, we lean into it, it actually dissipates. When we sit with an emotion... It ends up dissipating because we're not rejecting it anymore. We're actually going, well, what's the positive intention behind responding like this? You know, well, it's because when I was younger, I, I, I couldn't do anything. I was I was weak. It's like, right, okay. So it's my fear here of being weak. It's like, yeah, it is. It's like, right. And what do I what do I see about myself when when I look at that trigger in this situation? I feel small. How small? Like ten year old. It's like, right, well, I'm a, I'm a 32-year-old. I'm not small anymore. I have the ability to, to set a boundary, to say no. I have the power to do that. I, I'm, I'm not 10 anymore. And all of a sudden, we start to be able to come back to reality at this present moment rather than reacting as if we're still whoever we were once upon a time. In that situation, not today. Now, working through that stuff with with people that love you and the people that care around you is super crucial. Um, if we choose to try and work through this in an unsafe environment, it may lead to that trigger being more triggering. It may lead to a self-fulfilling prophecy of I've always been like this and this always happens to me. So one of the things we've got to look at around us is what's this environment like? Is this the type of environment that I want to continue living in? And if the answer is no, that's the first thing we need to address. 
And on that note, team, I am done. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you found this podcast beneficial, it would mean the world to me. If you would pass it on to someone else who you think would also find it beneficial, and if you haven't already, you can grab a copy of my book, Money Yourself, anywhere online that sells books or at alphathetaflow.com if you'd like one personally signed by me. If you are an athlete, a coach, or a high performer and you wanted to find out how to find your flow, then check out alphathetaflow.com and get in touch. I would love to have a chat with you. That's it from me. Big love. Peace and pizza. I'll see you all soon.